Hey Player 2, if you're new to the game, this is a podcast that links real world stuff with pop culture stuff in an effort to explain it to you in a really simplistic way, so let's just get into it. Hey Player 2, I thought I'd just take us straight to the halls of power so we can discuss the most powerful nation on earth and how the guy who runs the most powerful nation on earth can actually have the power taken off him and what that all means. And we're walking and talking fast because Sulkin taught us. If we walk and talk fast, people won't question us and they'll think we're clever. As it's recently come up in conversations, I just want to explain what the 25th Amendment of the American Constitution is and how you might already know about it. The 25th Amendment deals with what they do if and when a president is no longer fit for office. It was passed in 1965. And if you've watched Red Dwarf, then you know that's two years after the Kennedy assassination. If you think, wow, they did move pretty quickly with that. Not really. President William Henry Harrison was the first to die in office in 1841, which is about 40 years after Alexander Hamilton. At this point, you might be like, wait, is everything here going to be a pop culture reference? Yes, because of soft power imperialism. The 25th outlines the succession of power, and there are four sections to it. It's basically section one, if the president is removed from office, the vice president is in charge. Sections two and three deal with how that works in terms of if the vice president isn't going to do the job. And section four is when the president doesn't elect to remove themselves. If this sounds a lot like a royal dynasty with succession of power, yes. Welcome to American politics. The spirit behind it is basically to ensure that America is never left without a commander-in-chief fit for the job. And broadly speaking, it's been used six times in our meat space universe. But it's also been used both in the West Wing and Designated Survivor, which shows us the two basic ways in which this can be enacted. To explain how and why it works, there will be West Wing and Designated Survivor spoilers. But they've both been out for a while, and none of you could keep quiet about Game of Thrones, which is a better political drama than both of those combined. In Meat Space, as in the West Wing and Designated Survivor, the 25th Amendment has generally been invoked by the sitting American president themselves. First one was Nixon. Now, this was just before his impeachment had begun, and because he'd given up power, they just sort of let it go. They didn't go any further with it. There is an argument to be made that you can't impeach someone who no longer holds office, but that's another story. So it all rests around a president's inability to do the job. There's two ways this can happen. The first is more common. It's a voluntary transfer of power. He has to sign a document. And we see this both in West Wing and Designated Survivor. In the West Wing, it's when Bartlett's least likable child gets kidnapped. Being a parent, even though he probably knows Zoe is the most annoying one, he's still very upset about the whole thing. It's obviously politically motivated, so he transfers his power to John Goodman, who I know has a character name in the show, but I prefer to think of him as actually being John Goodman getting to be the president for a while. And sure, he wasn't the best blues brother, but out of everyone in the Roseanne universe, let's face it, he's not the worst one to give the nuclear codes to. The reasoning for the 25th being invoked is that once Bartlett isn't president, the idea is that Zoe is no longer politically valuable, the hope is she'll be released, and the projected image being that the people are being led by someone with no conflicts of personal interest. In Designated Survivor, we see the more common ways that the 25th has been used. When Kirkman is shot, the power goes to McLeish while Kirkman has surgery. I don't mean the assassination attempt is the more common way. Though in 1981, with Reagan, that did happen. No, the most common way is generally surgery. 
Technically, if a political drama wants to appear more realistic by using history as a basis for what happened when they reached for the 25th, it would be because of colonoscopies, not assassination attempts. Though technically, with Reagan, it is a bit wishy-washy. But don't worry, we're not throwing that baby out with the bathwater just yet. There is a second time that the 25th was in attempted in Designated Survivor. This was when Kirkman's mental fitness was brought into question. At the time, there was a bit of chatter about this because the argument is that the 25th relates to more physical inability than mental inability. So the idea is that someone has to be like physically unwell and it has to be provable rather than the basis for mental illness or distress taking away presidential powers. However, there is more historical basis for that episode than you might have realised. Just as art imitated life in Designated Survivor, so does history seem to be repeating. Sort of. Most of the 25th Amendment deals with succession and gives the president pathways for handing over power, even if it's just for a little bit. The fourth section relates directly to other people declaring the president unfit. And in 1987, that section was getting a little attention. Ronald Reagan had already danced with the 25th. In 1981, after an assassination attempt, technically Section 4 should have been used. But Bush Sr. was on a plane, and by the time he arrived in Washington, Reagan was out of surgery. Then in 1985, during a colonoscopy, Reagan signed a letter outlining what would happen if something went wrong. But that particular letter didn't invoke Section 3 at the time. There was, though, a second letter that he could have signed. And we should sort of think of this like 25th being death in Final Destination and Reagan is the guy who gets off the plane, in that the 25th kind of kept following him for a bit. Because despite being very popular, Ronald Reagan was head of an administration that made some devastating policies and decisions. But that's not why the fourth section was being looked at. His new incoming chief of staff, Howard Baker, was told that Reagan was lazy and just wanted to watch movies, didn't want to do any work, kept falling asleep in meetings. But Baker decided he needed more to go on than just what people were saying. As it was, and as it was told, when Reagan was surrounded by a brand new transition team for Baker, who were on lookout to see if Reagan really was lazy, he apparently perked up right away. And the 25th didn't get a look in, at least not as far as the history books are concerned. The 25th is not actually meant for power to be taken from a sitting president. More it's meant to be used to ensure someone is in power. But with it, there's a fear. We see it in both shows. An insecurity around the releasing of the power to someone who's not elected to that position. Remember, both of these shows play into the idea that the president is the chosen one. And that idea isn't just there for giggles. It probably speaks to a deeper belief in American culture. Bartlett is the devout religious man who speaks with the fury of a vengeful god, but also the tenderness of a compassionate one. Kirkman is the leader chosen by fate, despite the designs of those who would strike against him. The 25th is not, at least as these shows presented, meant to be about power. It's about security and control. And with it comes an anxiety that it will be used to gain power. But if you've seen the episode of West Wing that I've been referring to, it's called 25, then you know the scene that best sums this up. The 25th Amendment is about making it clear that someone is in charge.
Hey Player 2, it's Kitty M. Um, I'm obviously not a constitutional lawyer. This is just a little burst of information that I have about a thing that is happening that is also pop culture relevant, so I wanted to tell you about it too. It also saves the people I know in meat space from having to hear me rabbit on about information they don't care about. So, everyone wins, except for you if you listen to this. I'm terribly, terribly sorry. Longer episodes of The Land of Pog are coming, don't worry, it's just, you know, imposter syndrome, anxiety, the general state of the world. But they are on the way. Until next time, player two. Oh, and don't forget to wash your hands. <laughs>